You are listening to the Heat One Motorsports Podcast. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Heat One Motorsports Podcast. Episode 2, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Back at it, uh, very excited again. Uh, we've had such a really good response to episode 1 guys. So many messages, uh, a lot of listens, uh, comments, DMs, uh, really appreciate it guys. It's um, yeah, it's It's been unreal through the week and uh, yeah, back to do episode 2, pretty keen. How yeah. you going? Yeah, Anders. good. No, support's been amazing. All the feedback's been really good and, you know, sorry about the delay between episodes, <laughs> but, you know, that's life. That is life and we do get pretty busy at times, yeah. you know, jobs, kids. Kids. It's hard. Yeah, big family. So, no, when we get the time to get together, we'll make it happen. Absolutely. So, anyways, what's been happening? Not much. No, working, watching the young bloke grow up, going to the gym and repeat. Oh. Yeah, no, nothing, you know. Speedway season hasn't really kicked off yet, so mm. it's been pretty basic until then. You know, we're only a week away from the start of the um, Premier League, so yep. getting yep. excited. Yeah. So, what about yourself? Some bi- what happened? I've had a, I've had a good weekend. Yeah. I've had a good week actually. Um, we had my we had my missus' birthday on Saturday night, so yes, I had a couple of drinks, which was good. Um, and put the put the little one to bed early so we could all stay up and have a bit of a party. Um. Good night. Yeah, it was good. We all got dressed up in fancy clothes and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good to let the hair down for a while. Um so yeah, can't complain about that. And then And then I do have some big news. Uh I got engaged over yeah, through the week. Yeah, yeah. No, congratulations. So yeah, pretty pretty stoked about that. Um we've been together oh, over three years three now. Years. So I thought it was about time. Nah. It was about time. We've we've had a, a child together, so we thought I thought oh, you were a bit late, to be honest. But oh, Look, like I didn't mess around, <laughs> but you know, I, I was—I've been watching the clock on you. Yeah, thinking, when's yeah, this going to yeah. happen? Well, to be fair, I bought the ring over twelve months ago. Yeah, I remember saying. And it. I actually found out a bit of a—I um, a, found out something the other day. So when I was talking to my missus about it, she goes, "Look, can I break something to you?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no, what? What is it?" She goes, "I've known about the ring. <laughs> oh no, for about ten months." 10 months. So I hid it and I obviously didn't hide it all that well. Where'd you put it? <laughs> do, I, do I want to know? It was in my sock drawer. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, she won't go in there. But no. silly me, we, shit, we, we have the same sock drawer. Like the dumbest thing I could have done was put it there. But I panicked because it turned up. Yeah. She was home. I just had to quickly put it somewhere. So you put it in the place that she goes to. Oh, I know. Instead of the shed, well, it locked went, up in the garage, in it, your car. Yeah, it did go into the shed eventually, but she found it before then. Too late. So it was all nice. I did the did the proposal just at home. Nothing nothing major. Yeah. Nothing super romantic. No walks along the beach or anything. So sums me up pretty well. But um, Simple. But uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it when she said, look, I've got to tell you something. And that she found it. Two months in, two months after owning it, spoil the surprise. Yeah, but she, well, she wasn't expecting it on that day, obviously. Yeah. But oh, it was good. It was um, yeah. Oh, look, look, the way I, I I took my missus down to Sydney to look at rings. Yeah, basically telling her I want her to pick it. Yeah, so yep. she knew it was coming anyway. Yeah, of course. Well, she sent me a link to the ring she wanted. Yeah, okay. and it was from from the UK or somewhere. Yeah. So. The day she sent it to me, I bought it then and there. Yeah. And then it took forever to rock up and then 
So she knew it was coming too, but she didn't yeah. know I'd bought it until she found it. So mm. spewing, but we're engaged. Well, Can't complain. Anyone out there thinking of doing the same thing, don't take his advice. Sock drawer, bad idea. Nah. Don't do it. <laughs> Garage, better. Put it in your shed, give it to your mum or your parents, yeah. or give just get it off the premises. Not in a sock drawer that you share. No. Oh, no. I'm still kicking myself. But you hey, always remember. I always remember. But she loved it. She thought it was great. Um, so, yeah, that was my really exciting news. Apart from that, it's uh, been easy going. Yeah. Uh, oh. off, I'm off to Wollongong myself, actually, just as us as a family get down to Wollongong for the, this weekend coming. Mm-hmm. So... Looking forward to that. Just hang out. Yeah, chill out. A couple of beers. Enjoy your engagement. Yep, However absolutely. long it's going to last. Well, that's the whole, that's the next yeah, thing. We'll, Do you, we'll make plans. You know, um, we're not in no rush, but it will obviously need to get planning eventually. So, yeah. but no, other than that. Just, exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know what else is exciting? What's that? Speedway. Speedway. I love it. And... So I've given my uh, I've given my now fiance a ring of engagement. We've also received a T-shirt from the great local Joshy Pickering himself. Yeah, Picko, back up here. He sponsored us his new shirt for the yeah, 2023 for season. Really appreciate that, mate. It looks unreal. It's a large, and I've tried it on. Is that a large? It is a large. Surely not. And it is tight. It looks like a kid's shirt. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but he might have he <laughs> he might have got them done overseas. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, Sizings yeah. might be different. So I tried it on Pico. It didn't fit me, unfortunately. I was going to wear it today, but I thought, nah, stuff it. I'll hang it on the wall so everyone can see as well. Um, really appreciate it. It's awesome. Love the you know love receiving memorabilia like that. It's pretty cool. Um, we've also got a a young fella um, sending some merchandise as well. Young Ashley Jensen Bachelor as well. Uh, young guy, he's sending some stuff out, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, I love new merchandise to put up on the wall. Yeah, send it in. Absolutely. We've got, we'll a, couple of, got a couple of Australian stuff um, just from back when TW was racing. Darcy Ward on the on the wall behind me. Yeah. Um, yeah, love it. Love it, guys. So, so yeah, pretty awesome. Uh, I wish I could wear it. Uh, I'm just a bit... You're a bit fat. I'm a bit. Let's just face it. Let's call a spade a spade. Thick, yeah. Dense, dense, voluptuous. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she can call you that. Yeah, we'll call we'll call it that. So, anyways, thanks thanks again, Joshy. Um, Curry Curry Speedway Club Championships are kicking off on the 15th of April. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a five round series. Uh, round one on the 15th of April. Round two, 13th of May. Round yeah, three yeah. on the 8th of July. Round four on the 12th of August and round five on the 9th of September. So they'll all be at Curry Curry Speedway. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the local talent uh, getting around will be riding in that, maybe even getting some interstate guys. Uh, yeah. They haven't announced a lineup yet, um, so that is yet to come. We're going to have to go to that one in August. Oh, for sure, absolutely, because the one in August, round four, it's also – the Todd Wiltshire Cup, yeah, uh, which is a annual uh, junior one two five solos meeting. If you can cast your memory back to the very first Todd Wiltshire Cup, we went mm. and watched. Now, do you remember the talent that was in the final? Yeah, of that particular year. Um, I'll know his name when you say it. Did he ride in the Australian titles this year, or he, he was all, out for, for injury? All three of them. Um, there was oh, Gilmore. No, was the, it Maddie Gilmore? He won the second year, I believe. Yeah, no. Maddie, Maddie Gilmore, you're right. He he won the second year. 
So he won the first. What a the final of the first time of the first round was Jack Holder. Oh really? Max Frick. Yeah. And Brady Kurtz. That was the first Todd Wiltshire Cup. First Todd Wiltshire Cup. Jeez, they've gone on to do good. Now back then. then they were just red hot juniors. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're some of the best speedway riders in the world. Oh, Grand Prix riders. Grand Prix riders. Um, well, speedway nations. Champions. Champions. You know, so oh, so much talent come out of uh, come out of Oz. Honestly, it's so it's so good. It's good to see. Yeah. So really good to see. Anyways, that's the twelfth of August on the fourth round. So the club championships there: senior speedway solos, mm-hmm. so five hundred cc. Uh, also, uh, senior sidecars, sidecars as well, that. as well as the one two five and the two fifty juniors. Yeah. So, oh, I'll be entertaining. Oh, I'll be for sure. Yeah, we'll get to one of them. En- Got to. Entertaining for sure. Um, and it's I, I like going watching the local Aussie, local boys yeah. go around. You know, the guys that may not have had the opportunity to ride overseas. Yeah. But they're they're it's do- a good night. It's entertaining. Absolutely, they get and the sidecars too. Geez, they're good to watch. <laughs> they are so good to watch. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you ever jump on a oh, sidecar? I'd, I don't know. Tell you what, I'll be the driver and you be my counterweight. I'd have to side. I'd have to swing oh, for, for, for sure. to keep that weight. I'd have to. Yeah. Oh, we sure. keep the car down to the ground. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. abs- absolutely. So now looking forward to that, guys. I think um, I think it'd be a great uh, great couple of meetings there. Um, as well as Darcy Ward is also running his own series. Yeah. Okay. Um, the dates are up. I, they are on his Facebook. Uh, yep. I, I got a feeling uh, most of them will be in Brisbane. Um, I'm not sure whether is that he, where he lives. Yeah, he's based in Brisbane. Brizzy. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if he'll come down to Mildura or Curry yeah, or anything yeah. like that. He may do. Um, but all the information is up on Darcy's um, Darcy Ward Promotions, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. on Facebook. So jump on there, guys. Have a look uh, just to watch some local speedway and yeah, Oz. Yeah. You know? We might we'll announce it later once we get a more, bit more detail on it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, from Oz all the way to England, we're going to do an analysis. Yes, and predictions on this year's British Premiership in two thousand twenty-three. Yeah, well, it's only a week away. Twenty-third of March, round one kicks off. Yep. So yeah. there's seven teams. So last year there was six teams. Yep. Uh, and Leicester Lions. Have come up into the premiership. Well, they got a couple of good signings, which is spearheaded by Max Frick oh, himself. So uh, honestly, it just keeps getting stronger and stronger. Um, Dan Bewley is yep. back. He's the the, the British. Um, he's the man, really. He's the British guy. Yeah, you know, between between, between him and Woofy, between him, Woofy, and Lambert, you know, uh, it's it's good that they're finally getting some of their best British talent yeah. back. Racing in the UK, the UK um, fans oh, are absolutely love that. They, they need it. That's that's exactly right. So, uh, yeah. So Max rode for Bellevue last year. Yep. And he's now moved to Leicester Lions to the new club. So Dan Bewley's taking his spot. Yeah. Right. So we'll look at all. Where was Bewley last season? Oh, he would have been. He been riding in in. Oh, he didn't ride. Nah, in not in. This is his first year back in yep. a while. Um. So we'll, I'll just read the teams out. Uh, one to seven this year. So we have uh, Bellevue, Ipswich, Peterborough Panthers, Wolverhampton Wolves, Leicester Lions, Kings Lynn, Stars, Sheffield Tigers. Now, this I'm so stoked reading this stat. Mm-hmm. We have 15 Australian riders yeah. racing in the top league in England. That's good to see. That gets we nearly me. got as many Brits. Yeah, well, 19, 19 British riders, 15 Australian riders. Strong. That gets Strong me up, that for the gets me up in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely. So, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think what we'll do 
is we'll just predict and we'll start at seven and work our way up to who we think's going to win. Yeah, okay. Now, would you like to go first? It is hard. Or would you like me to go first? Would you go one for one? Yeah, go one for one. We'll just both say our sevens and both say our sixes and, and, and so on. I think... For, oh, look, it was hard, but for me, I've gone number seven as as Kingsland. Yep. Okay. No, I, no particular reason why it is really hard to to put a, put it at list together. Yep. But um, you know, if gun to my head, oh, I probably put Kingsland as number seven. And big love to Josh Pickering. You know, I know, I know. We gave him a rap. <laughs> he's he's the only Aussie guy in that team. Yeah, yeah, full, yeah. A team stacked full of Danes. And by the looks of it, Nikolai Clint, which is the uh, Danish fella, yep. he's got an average of eight point three two from last year. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's not a bad average. It's, it's solid, but you know, it's probably why I've put him down the bottom because you yep. know, compared to the other teams, top riders that are yeah, got to be over nine or ten. Yep, yep. Um, you know, that, that's probably why I've put them down as number seven. And Christoph Kasperzak, now, he is a former world number two. Yeah. In his day and an absolute amazing rider. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those guys you just, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't. He could pull out a maximum one day. Yeah. And he can get two points the next. Yeah, he could wind the clock back and go out and kill it. 100% could, but it's the consistency. You don't know. You know, and... Looking at the the other riders, Michael Palm Toft, another Danish fella, Thomas Jorgensen, uh, even Joshy Pickering, they're all hover between that seven and a half to seven yeah, point average. So, yeah, you know, th- there's no absolute standout. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe they could struggle when it comes to yeah. heat thirteen, and, heat fifteen, know, coming fifth last year, only in front of Peter Barra. Peter Barra have got a, a bit of a revamped team now with some good signings there with Nicky and Neil. So I just think, you know, that's why I've put Kingsland down there. Right, so Kingsland, your seven. Yeah, my seven. Dad's army, the Danish dads. The, who's that? Peter Barra. Peter Barra. Now, not sure about Peter Barra. Oh, I don't know. I just, I just look at the team. You know, they've got Ben Cook riding mm. as well. I think he's taken a step up into the to the Premier, Premier Premiership league. this league the, the, this year. Um, but big, big news, obviously, Nicky Pedersen. Yeah, Nicky and Niels. We all know. How good Nicky Patterson is in any team, in any format, yeah. in whether it's individual, he, he does perform. He's tough. There's always a bit of drama. Yeah. If you're going to watch him, grab your popcorn. Yeah. But I don't know. And I think he'll be he'll he'd come in as the new bloke, but he'll be a leader for that team for sure. Like he, he will be the young guys. You know, Ben Cook, as you said, they should all look up to Nicky, and there'll be a lot they can learn from him. Hundred percent. And also, Nicky is the current Danish team manager. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so he's got the leadership qualities there because yep. he he there hasn't been he's the team manager for the World Cup this year. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know whether that means he's allowed to ride himself. I don't know. I don't know if we've ever seen a, a manager that ride. Well, with. I know th- maybe pretty, a long pretty time. Pretty sure ago. I'm pretty sure in tennis in the um, is it the Davis, Davis Cup? Cup? Pretty sure Leighton Hewitt put himself in one time. Yeah. When Nick Curios was having a bit of a shocker, yeah, or yeah, yeah, where he was having some dramas, and I'm pretty sure he put himself in. So it it can happen, it can happen, and he's riding in all the top leagues in the yeah. world. So there's no reason why he can't. Um, I just he's coming off a really bad injury. What did he do? Do you know? I, I don't know specifically. I just I read somewhere that he's. Uh, 
I saw on his Instagram that it was only this week, sometime it was his first yeah. first ride on the bike since his injury. Yeah, okay. That can take can take a toll on anyone. Mm-hmm. But he is a three time world champion. He is a competitor. He is. He's, he's, he's a fighter. So I mean but That's a great signing for Peter Barra. It is, it is. But then you've got Hans Anderson who is same era. Yep. You know, was pretty good back in the day, but he's also coming in at, at five and a half point average. average. I don't know, maybe he's over the... I don't want to say he's the over the hill. That sounds a bit bad, but he's getting on with age. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he didn't ride all that well last year, hence his, hence his average. Um, and Niels Christian Everson, yeah, I haven't got a, a points average for Niels. I'm not sure what nah, his neither average, do I. Ne- not sure what Nicky. his... Yeah. I mean, he's a bit younger. He was only in the GPs not too long ago. Yeah. But I just... Benjamin Basso, he's a, um, a up-and-coming... Uh, Danish guy. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he rode in the SGP two, okay, for a while uh, last year. But I just, yeah, I really hope Ben Cook himself has yeah. a has a great year, big year, oh, and, for sure. and to learn off these older yeah, guys. Yeah, you know, they'd be awesome for him. Um, but unfortunately, just just with the age, I think that's where you put him. I think Dad's Danish Army. I think they. <laughs> I, I got him at seven. No, oh, fair enough. Moving on. Right, who's your six? Six, six, six. And you're not going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think You're not I, gonna I lie. think I can guess. I think I can guess. But number six, yeah, I've man. actually gone the Wolves. <sighs> Which All you right. know, sorry, Sam, Rory, <laughs> Ryan, Zach, <laughs> bunch of Aussies there. Four Aussies in that team. Two Brits and one uh, Luke Becker from the US. Yep. Um, I couldn't put Peter Barra down there just only because I, I actually think Nikki and Niels will bring their experience. Yep. Yep. And. Yeah, I think they might just do a little bit better than six or seventh. Yeah, okay. Because um, yep. I know Nicky's such a good rider. Yep. So, again, splitting hairs there. I, I couldn't put Peter Barra down there, so I've actually um, – that's why I've gone Wolves. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, yeah, but sorry to the Aussies. Yeah. I oh. mean, a, again, you've got no – you know, yeah, Sam's uh, – Sam and Rory both averaging eight. Sam's 8.8. Yep. Um, but – Again, there's no nine or ten point riders there. I've got a feeling the averages that we've got in front of us, that must be their home and away average put together. Yeah, from yep. last season. From memory, I think Sam's home average is... Like ten is, plus. Or maybe, maybe like maybe. high nines, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Rory Schlein has come out of retirement. Mm-hmm. He's had a year off. That could play a factor. Yeah. Um, I like I like Luke Becker. Mm-hmm. Posh. We'll call him Posh. Posh, posh Spice. <laughs> right, I, I like him. He, he's um, he's he's getting there. He's um, he's taken under the wing of Greg Hancock. Yeah, he's the know? only one flying the USA flag anyway in, in um, the Premier League in the in the Premiership. So I really hope he does big things, and he's just slightly under an eight point average. So mm. hey, I, I'm hopeful, and you know Dougie, Zach Cook, I, I really hope these guys have a big year. Yeah, um, yeah. So so what, so what about yourself? My number six. Sorry, Pico. Pico. I've got Kings Lynn. At least I haven't got him on the bottom. That's the main <laughs> thing. Oh, no, you haven't. But, you know, we're not far off each other's, yeah. other's yeah. prediction. And I, I, I do agree with you with Kings Lynn. They're just, they're just lacking that, that really big, you know, that marquee 10, 10 point, nine and a half point average yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, the same. Yeah. I, Nikolai Clint, he's, he's good. Uh, Michael Palm Toft. I think Michael Palm Toft won the Peter Craven Memorial Meeting last year. Mm. Um, like these guys are good, but I just feel like they're missing. Yeah, they're missing no something. Player. They're mi- they're missing 
there's one one piece of the puzzle missing. No Grand Prix, no um, Grand Prix rider. No, I, I reckon that in order for them to potentially make the playoffs, the top four, they all need just to band together, mm. um, get a good home home wins. Um, well, that's key. You can't lose yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah. Get as many points as you can at home. Um, yeah, I, I've got Kingsland number yeah. six. No, Sorry, Pico. Big love, mate. That's similar. Um, righto. Hit me with your Where five. Where we are, number five. Okay. The new team. Go on. Leicester. <sighs> yep. All right. New into the competition. I know they've they've uh, signed Max. Yep. And I rate Max very highly. You yep. know, Grand Prix rider. Nearly nine and a half average, which is great. Yep. I just probably – I probably – We'll need to see a few seasons of Leicester in that top prem, top league yep, yep. before they climb to the top. Sure. So, I oh, look, I could, could be totally wrong on that. You know, like I said, Max is, Max is great and the other Aussies in there, Nick Morris, Sedgy and, and Jake Allen. Yep. Um, it's actually a team of only Aussies and Brits. Yep, yep. There's, there's no other yeah, um, internationals yeah. in there. Yep. So, yeah, new to the competition. Probably a lot of riders there that haven't ridden together. Yep, okay. Um that's why I've put them down there. Well, Bomber Harris, he's been around a minute. <laughs> he really has. Chris Harris. Um, I, I put I put Chris Harris and Nicky Pedersen in this, you know, same cut era. from the same cloth. Just very experienced heads. Yeah, hundred percent yeah. effort all the time. You know what you're going to get from them. Yes. As opposed to say, uh, your your Christoph Kasperjak, who you really don't know what you're going to mm. get. Um, I don't know. I like Leicester. I like Leicester. I won't reveal where they are in my in my lineup yet. Yeah. Um, and they're full of Aussies. Four, they are. four Australians. It's hard not to like a team full of Aussies. Yeah, absolutely. But um, so what are you going? Right, what are you going? fifth. What am I up to? Five. Five. I do have in fifth position Wolverhampton. Wolves, yes. Yeah, I've got Wolves. Um, again, another team with four Aussies. I would love to put them higher. Um, I just I just really hope uh, they ride well as a team. Mm. They get the home wins. Sam. He can't do it all on his own. No, no, he can't. You know, I really hope Rue Boy, Roy Schlein, Rory. has a, a big year coming out of retirement, straight into the premiership. Yeah. It's going to be hard for him. Um, but he's been around a minute as well. Mm. He's mm. been around a long time. So he's got, he's that experienced head. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Between him and Sam, the, the two experienced guys in the team. Uh, we're, um, we're obviously pretty similar then. I think in that bottom three, we've both got two teams that we agree on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um you know, Beck's posh. He's he's only going to get better, yeah, and better and better. Um, yeah, and I, I really do, I really do hope they they band together and do well. But at the moment, yeah, they're in fifth place for mm. me. Nah, all good. So, what are we going? Number four. Number four. Yeah, that's where I've put Peter Burr now. Number four. Dad's yeah. Dad's Danish yeah, Army. Dad's Danish Army. Look, right. I, I don't I don't put them down at the bottom. I think they do have a lot of experience there that uh, will keep them off the bottom of the ladder. Yep, but. Just not strong enough to be at the top, so I've yeah. put him. I've put him in the middle of the league. Yep, you know I, I think that's a pretty fair spot in my opinion to yep. put them. I think Nicky and Niels will come out and, and perform well. Yep, and lead those younger guys and and show them the ropes. But I just you know they're, they're not at the top of their game anymore. Yeah, of course. So that's where I've put them down there. Well, when you look at Nicky Pedersen and Niels Christian Evesen being the the one and. One like the, the the top two riders in that mm. team, they're going to be riding a lot of heat fifteens together, yeah. and a lot of heat thirteens. I mean, if you're rocking up in heat thirteen or heat fifteen, and the meeting's on the line, mm. you want some experienced guys. You in do, there. yeah. And nothing speaks more like 
imagine lining up at the tapes next to Nicky, P- Nicky Pedersen, who is known for not. I don't want to say he's known for fencing people. He's an aggressive rider. He's just it's a just very it. aggressive rider. Yeah. And it's worked well for him throughout the years. You wouldn't you wouldn't have him any other way. Yeah. He has been great for the sport. Yep. And who knows? Hans Anderson could just, you know, blow us blow he blow the competition out the of the park. Yeah, he really could. Only with an aging team, I don't know about you, but injuries could play a part. Could in play this. a part, yeah. They're a bit older. Fatigue a bit quicker. Yeah. Injuries take a little bit longer to to, yeah. to heal, yeah. they may not be as um, hungry or as sharp as uh, hungry or as sharp as what the younger fellas are coming through. Yeah, so uh, I mean, yeah. Well, I guess mm. well, well, that's why I've had to put him there. Yeah, I can't okay. have him any higher on the list. Yeah, right, sure. So that's uh, fourth. All right. Well, my number four, I have Max Frick and Lester. Lester, I just think they're gonna they're gonna come out hot. I mean. Max is coming off a win this year in the Grand Prix yeah. and he's coming off a Speedway of Nations win as well. Yeah. Uh, you look at his average there, it's nine and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the only sort of knock I have on on that would be new track. Mm-hmm. I don't think Max would have rode Leicester last year, yeah. being I'm pretty sure Leicester were in the championship. Mm-hmm. So it may not be a track that Max is all familiar, familiar with, with. But in saying that, Max did spend a lot of years at Edinburgh Monarchs in the premiership, uh, in the championship League. Sorry, so maybe he has spent in a long time ago when he was uh, racing in that division, um, but yeah, honestly, what a, what a team! Chris Harris as well, yeah. Richard Lawson, uh, good British rider, and then uh, a couple of Aussie guys: Nick Morris, Justin Sedgman, mm. Jake Allen, uh, with averages of seven, twelve, uh, sorry, seven point twelve, five point seven, and three point seven respectively. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, if Max gets injured. Yeah, that it could be catastrophic. Yeah. It could, oh, for it sure. could fall off a cliff for sure. Um, but I'll tell you what, Nick Morris on his day, he flies. I saw him in the Australian Championships a couple of years ago, and mate, he can he can ride a bike. Look at Seji. He come off. Uh, did he have two? He made two finals in the Aussie Australian titles. titles this year. Might might have made one final and and three semis even. Like mm-hmm. he rode out of his skin mm-hmm. in the in the um, off season. So uh, yeah, I reckon they could do well. Um, yeah, well, fingers crossed. Hopefully Max stays fit. Yeah. Um, but Max is doing so much riding elsewhere. He is, especially, you know, being that full-time Grand Prix rider now. Yeah, for sure. He'll be racing in Speedway Poland. Speedway World Cup. World Cup. Poland. S- Speedway of Nations. Poland, uh, the extra league in Poland and the Swedish league as well. He's going to be a busy boy. <laughs> he will be busy boy. Lucky so. he's young. That's right, yeah, absolutely. Lucky he's young. So, so, so our, our bottom four are all the same, just in different order. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're on the money there. Right, now hit me with number three. Hang on. So, by the way, number four that's playoffs. So, if you scrape into the playoffs, mm-hmm. you could very well make a grand final. Yeah, you know, you have a great night. Uh, so, yeah, hit me with number three. I got number three. I've gone Sheffield. Oh, okay. Now put Sheffield as number three. Jack right. Holder's there leading the team. He's yep. the only Aussie in that team. Yep. Um, he's obviously their marquee rider. First year full time Grand Prix rider. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see him and how he handles the workload this year. Yep. You just said about you know Max riding all over Europe, so it's going to be interesting to see how Jack handles that as well. Yep. So I great team, great rider. Um, I just can't put him as a top two. Yeah. Okay. Can't put him as even top though two. they they I think they they top, come second or they, they top they top, the, top the regular season ladder yeah, last year and then and then got beat in the final. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so 
Oh, for reasons coming up, I, I couldn't put them as number one and two. Yep. So that's why they've ended up in three. Yeah, okay. Yep, fair enough. Oh, oh, I I agree. Sheffield are a great team. Um, apologies if I pronounce this incorrectly, but Tobias Musilak. Yeah, uh, Polish. He's nearly on a nine-point average. So, you, you know, between Jack and himself, there's two guys roughly on yeah. nine points each. Yeah. Could be great. Adam Ellis is the British champion from last year or two years ago, I believe, um, and he – Got the wild card into the the card of GP. I got a feeling he got injured though in practice or or yeah, in the meeting yeah. before, so didn't, he didn't, didn't get race. didn't get to perform. Um, David Bellager, I, I like David Bellager, French French uh, Frenchman. I don't uh, know much about him. Him no, him and Dimitri Berger, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah. They raced together for France in the Speedway of Nations. Mm-hmm. Surprise package. Yeah, okay. you know, really they rode really well. Good team riding. Um, so I really hope. Uh, he has a good one as well. Yeah. From from what I've been told, uh, Sheffield is a big, open, wide track. Okay. All speed. Yeah. You yeah. know, blokes like Jack Holder thrive on that. Yeah. David Bellojo th- thrives on that. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, well, my number three, I've got Bellevue. Bellevue, right? Bellevue. Who's on there? Backed by Dan, backed Dan by Bewley. Dan Bewley himself back in the in the in British Speedway, which is. Mm-hmm. Awesome for the British fans, um, as well as our very own Brady Kurtz, who yep. coming off a, a pretty red hot, S- solid, su- solid Australian title summer as well. Yeah, yeah, great in the Aussie titles, and Jamin Lidsey as well. It's a shame Lidsey. I think he broke his arm or something in um, in a meeting prior to the finals, mm-hmm. uh, pr- prior to the Australian titles. Sorry, um, I mean he's a world un- uh, world under twenty one champion, champion in himself. Pretty sure um, he was also. Uh, got a feeling he won silver with Australia in the World Team Cup under 21s as well. Yeah. Um, great rider. I just really hope he's he's fit now after his injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Bellevue track, I think they call it the National Speedway Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's dubbed, I not know for sure, but Unofficially, yeah, it's yeah. one of the best, best tracks, tracks in Europe. Like it's, it's so massive. You've, so you've taken the last year's winners. Yep. And I've put, put him, him third. Number three. Yeah, put him third. Tom Brennan, uh, he's a British fella. He's pretty sure he was a rising star last year, like uh, a, a younger younger British guy. The rising star system, they sort of bring them up from the um, from the championship or even the National Development League, and they bring him in on a, a really low average mm-hmm. and just sort of rising star is yeah, the term. Yeah. So you know, they're, they're the next up-and-coming thing. Every team's got one. Uh, so... He's gone leaps and bounds. Like he's he's yep. now an established Premier League rider. So now Charles Wright as well. Uh, Nick, uh, Norwich Bladorn, German guy. Uh, I think it's 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 a good team. Uh, pretty much same from last year with Max out. They've replaced him with Dan Bewley. Yes. I mean they're both nine and a half averages. Yeah, they're both great riders. Very like for like. Um, Dan's obviously going to be a, a f- being a Brit, you know, favourite. The, the crowd's going to love it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure Dan Bewley won two. Two GPs back to back last year. Last year, yeah. So that yeah. that's that, that that very rarely happens, even for the for the top blokes. So, yeah, looking forward to that. I reckon, yeah, I can see them sitting in third. So second, oh. and, and I don't have to touch on it too much because it's basically everything the same as what you said. But I've gone Bellevue as second. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So. Yeah. No. I, I just. <laughs> What have I got there? Yeah, Bellevue is second, and then I'll just carry on to say Ipswich. I think will win. I, I, I think, I think, Doily, you know, averaging ten and a half. Yep. 
and with their massive signing of Seyfried Nov. Yep. Yep. Um, Danny King, Eric Riss, Keenan Rue, you know, like, that is going to be a strong team. I think that especially, you know, with Emil Seyfried coming into the team this year. Yep. I've got them as the ones to beat. They're going to be number one in my opinion. Well, I had Sheffield two and Ipswich one as well. Yeah. Well, well, Ipswich one, the same as you. I, I'm with you. I would love to know what average they've got Emil Sofudinov in on. Yeah, well, at the time when I got these stats, there, there was no uh, – they didn't give him an average. Well, I couldn't find. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that'd be interesting. I mean, we talk about Heat 13 and Heat 15. Mm. Imagine those two blokes. That's a strong t- – that's a strong lineup, Mate, like – Doyle's averaging 10.5. He wins everything. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. everything. And if he's not winning, he's coming second. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You I'll know, like like Emil, Emil should be in the Grand Prix, you know, yes. and probably will be next year. Absolutely. So, if we just give him, say, theoretically, we give him that. He's yep. a Grand Prix rider. Yep. Ipswich are the only team that have two, you know, Competent Grand Prix riders now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You're right. I know Nicky and Niels and all that. Like they they used to be. Yes. And they're still great, but they're not a top sixteen rider in the world yes. now. Yes. Yep. Yep. I agree. But Ipswich, they have Doyle and Emil, both top sixteen riders, in my opinion. Yep. And they're the only team. Yeah, they're the only team out of seven that have two riders. We'll put it this way: Emil hasn't rode in the GP last year, and he's not riding it in this year. But the last year that he did ride in it, he got third in the world. Yeah, and the oh, year, he's quality. He's been in the top. He's been in the top five, I think, not five years in a row. Yeah, but new, numerous, yeah, numerous years. times. He's been up there. He's he. I think he'll come to come to the UK and just kill it. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure, and he won't have and he won't have any of those Grand Prix commitments. We're not sure if he'll have the World Cup commitments. So yeah, I don't know mo- what's going to happen. Most of there. his riding's all going to be at a league level. Yeah, and on you know, if he devotes all his time and energy into yep. the leagues. Yep, I, he'll kill it, especially with Doyle in his team. Yeah, hundred percent. And but bear in mind, they've got to stay fit. Yeah, you know, Doyle's coming in at such a high average. You know, because how the average system point average point system works. It's like a salary cap. Yeah. You can only have so many riders on a certain yeah, amount of average. You've averages. got a cap on your average. That's right. So say Dolly gets injured and they've yeah. got to get rider replacement or guest riders. Tell you what, they because he's such a high average, they might struggle to get someone yeah. as good as him, you know. They might they might be able to get But Max. he's been fairly consistent throughout the years. Well like he, he's yeah, not he prone has. to injury. I know maybe getting a bit on with age. But he, he's not one of those guys that's out all the time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he's I tell you what, he is fit. Yeah, I. Well, seeing him at the Aussie titles. Yes, you know, yep. went like he was. He was looking good. I um. Oh, was he? <laughs> <laughs> he was looking fast. He was looking. He was looking good. fast on the bike. Doily, Anders reckons you're looking good. Yeah. Um. But no, I remember a couple of years ago, I was hanging out with um a couple of mates and oh, a couple of my mates that know Doily, and yep. he was running along um Newcastle Beach. Yeah. And I was sitting there on the on the on the sand, and he comes running over, and I thought, "This man is an absolute he's Adonis. He's an athlete. He is an athlete, like a <laughs> casual like ten k's. You or think something. I like him? Yeah, well, mm, mm, that's right. Yep. Hey, he's Australia's Australia's most recent world champion. Sorry, maybe you should have gave him the ring and not Fifi. Mm. <laughs> Oi, don't tempt me. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Ipswich. I've got him at number one too. Um, yeah, number one as well. 
Great. It, it'll be such a good competition this year. It's only getting stronger with the likes of Sefudinov back in the league, Nicky Pedersen back in the league, yeah. Dan Bewley back in the league. It's just going to make everything stronger. For sure. Um, for sure. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really keen for that. Well, that rounds out our seven. Yep, that's our seven. So, before we get away from that, so, yep. um, you know, Phil Morris. Yes, the... The racing director of the GPs. Race director for the GP, yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, been newly appointed as the SGB Premiership CEO. Premiership CEO. So he'll be overlooking all So he'll be the CEO of this competition. Yeah, right. So, and for those that don't know, like he rode professionally from 91 to 2009. He actually had a brief stint uh, in the same side as our very own TW. Oh, okay. So just a brief stint, ninety ninety one with Reading. With the races, absolutely. Yeah, the races. So they had Jeremy Doncaster... Todd Wiltshire and Phil Morris at the time. Yeah, wow. Good so, team. No, he had a pretty good career. Reading, Pool Pirates, uh, Arena SX, Bellevue, etc. Won some um, premierships and then moved on into his management career. He head coached the 2020, uh, 2010 Great Britain under 21 team. Yep, yep. Then 2012, he was appointed assistant team manager for the senior squad yep. as well as the team manager for Birmingham Brumbies. And yep. then, as you mentioned, 2015, uh, he's been race director for the FIM. Grand Prix and the Speedway World Cups. So, so what you're saying is he's got the runs on the board. He does. He yeah, does. it's gonna it's gonna be good. Like, see how his in, his impact will be on on this premiership. Yeah, right. From I, I listened to um uh, a Speedway podcast, British based podcast, the other day, and they were saying that I'm pretty sure Phil Morris will be at most of the meetings, mm-hmm. and I'm. Oh, could be wrong. Apologies if I'm wrong, but he can actually overturn. He's got the power to overturn a referee's decision. Yeah. Okay. Now that that's, oh, I know that's yeah. a lot of pressure. I, yeah. oh, I I think that's right. You would want to be absolutely sure. Yes. Before you overturn that decision. And I'm oh, I don't know that's undermining the referees basically. And I don't know if what I'm about to say is the reason that they've given him this job, but it was something to do with the final last year between Bellevue and Sheffield. Mm. There was about two controversial calls that a lot of people believed were wrong, Yeah, which, again, I don't know for sure, but that could be reason why Bellevue ended up winning. Yeah, And I've got a feeling that uh, Phil Morris coming in is maybe going to put a stop to that. Yeah, okay. Just have a real experienced head. Who's yeah. been in? Who's well, he's been, been doing a great job as as race director, and he's flat out in yeah. at, at the FIM GPs. I've seen him on the telly. You do. You see him trackside. He all has the time. got. He's the busiest man of the night. He's busier than Jason Doyle's mechanics. <laughs> Honestly, if and they don't stop. If there's a crash, he's the first person out in the track to yeah. make sure that he's all right. When there's when uh, when there's a two minute. Warning or something. He's in the pits hurrying all the boys up. Yeah. Um, he's announcing all the riders to pick their gates. Yeah. Uh, he's doing interviews. He's just he literally at such a high-pressure environment. Oh, for Being sure. Being the director of the yeah. whole show. He's in charge of the execution of the night, so there's a fair bit of pressure on him. And now he's taking on... The whole Premiership League. The the uh, the, the Premiership. The so... Oh. Honestly, I hope he's getting. I paid. reckon it'd be great. I hope he's getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> I reckon it'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how. Uh, it, look, we may not see many changes this year straight away. Yeah. So give, give him a little bit of time to settle in. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it should be good. And what what person would you want in the seat other than him? Like, oh, he's he's, he's qualified for it. So. All right. Well, we're going to change it up a bit and bit of bit of a fun topic discussion. What do you got? So, different teams across. Uh, across the years, so international teams, mm-hmm. all right? Now, we're going to do a who would win. 
Right on. Okay. But from two completely different eras. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to have a, we'll have a chat about the 2002, cast your memory back, 2002 Australian team. Yes. Five-man team. <coughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it was four permanent riders and a fifth was a reserve? No, no, no. It was five, five permanent riders. There was there was five heats and all every rider would get their heat. Yeah. Then they have the track prep and they go again for, I believe, five rounds. Yeah. And then they – yeah, that was it. They had just over five rounds each. So we're going to do a bit of a uh, what-if Australia of 2002. So this is the team. Yep. Go on. Jason Crump. Yes. TW. TW. Craig Boyce. Craig Boyce. Ryan Sullivan. Flying Ryan. Yeah. Textbook Lee Adams. Can't go wrong with Lee Adams either. Right. So you've got a great team there. Now, in 2002, they won that year, the World Cup. Yep. They also won in 99 and 2001. So when they won that year, that was their third World Team Cup win in four years. Okay, they were dominant. They were on they were dominant. fire. They had four, and, that, and don't discount the other teams like the Danes were strong, Polish and Swede. You know, Tony Rickardson was still riding for Sweden at the time. Thomas Golub, Thomas Golub on top of his game. Nikki was still Nikki was great. Yep. So so it was, it was a very strong era. So in that two thousand and two year in the Grand Prix, four of the Aussies were permanent GP riders. GP riders, but not only GP riders, they were in the top eight. Yeah. Four in the top eight. So literally half of the top eight was Australia. Was Australia. You know. Um, and then uh, they alternated between Boise and Jason Lyons. Yep. Um, so what a team. Now, I want to put that team up against the current 2023 Polish team. Now, the Polish team hasn't been announced yet because the World yeah. Cup's not for a few months. Mm. So we're going to put together our five who we think would be the five Our current Polish guys, and we want to put them against each other. The two, 2002 Aussie team versus the 2023 Polish team. Yeah, Who comes out and wins and why? First so and foremost... Who's the Polish team? Who's your one to five? For Poland? For Poland. One to five. Oh, yeah. Three of them... Smarzlik. Yeah, world number one. Yep, absolutely. Smarzlik, Janowski. Yep. For sure. And Dudek. Yep. So they're my top three. Well, they're three current GP yeah, three riders. Current GP riders. Yep. After that, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've um, got my five. I'm struggling on the top. Sorry, of I've put you on the spot a bit. So, so you got there is uh, four and five. So four and five. It could have gone either way. There's a couple of like I mean the the production line of Polish riders mm. in this era is just unbelievable. Um, but I've I've picked uh, I've picked Bartosz Marzik myself. Yeah, yeah. I've, sure. I've picked Patrick Dudek and, and Matsy Janowski. Janowski. But my four and five, I've chosen Dominic Kubera. Yep. Now he isn't a permanent GP rider, but he I think he came in injured, or he was a wild card in a Polish GP last year or two years ago, and he made the final. Yeah, okay. on fire. Like yeah. the kid is just. He's unbelievable. He's yep. in Polish league, top Polish league, Swedish league, like everything. He's yep. unreal. Yep. I rate him highly. Um, and it was, for me personally, it was between him and, apologies if I get this wrong, Janusz Kolodzic. Mm-hmm. He's been around a minute. I think he's about 38. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because I think it was last year he comes second in the, um, the ESC, which is a European Speedway, European Championship, Speedway Championship, sort of the rival yeah. The rival comp to the to the GP to the FIM, so quick as as well. 
And then between him and Kubera, I went with Kubera, you know, because of his age and a bit mm. younger. Um, but my number five, I went with Mateus Cherniak. Yeah, I know. Because he is the current SGP2 champion. champion. Now, you're going to have to blood some real young guys. You can't have all the old heads in there. So yeah, I thought yeah, they yeah. might give this guy a go come, come the World Cup uh, throughout the year. Yeah. Um, so a real good mix of, of um, experience and, you do. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. and young talent. I mean, put it this way. Smarslik speaks for himself. Yeah. My only knock on Dudek and Janowski is consistency. Mm-hmm. We all know Dudek is the number two in the world any day. Yeah. He you know, he, he finished number two in the world in 18 Three or 17 ago, or 18. Four years ago, yeah. Something like that. I think it was it was second to Doily yeah. in 2017. Uh, we all know how quick he is. Yeah. Um, Matsy Janowski, again, j- uh, he's lightning fast. He's so good to watch. But he is, especially last year, he last lacked year. a bit of consistency. He could win a GP. Yeah, but he come third. He come third, he come third overall, but he, he could win a GP. Yeah. But then he could also score three points. The next one. Yeah. So, you know, and, and then obviously I've already touched on the other two. So, how do you think this meeting would pan out? I mean, without diving into the details of where it's raced at, you know, whether it's in Poland. True, that, that's or, a good point. Or in, in England, like that really. That's a good that point. could affect the outcome. Okay, the okay, maybe let's make so, it, let's make it mutual turf. Yeah, let's try and not bring the track into it. No. Um. I think going off the Polish team that you've named there, I still think the Australians at that era, 2001, 2002, could probably still beat them. Too dominant. Yeah, I think they were. You know, like Jason was on absolute fire yep. in that time. Yep, absolutely. Um, I, 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 honestly, I think I would put the Aussies over, yep. over the Polish. Now, if you said to me... The um, dual citizenships of Laguta Ooh, and Seifudinov. That's if, a, if if Poland could put them into the team this yeah. year, uh, it's a different story. That's they, a whole other can of worms. We don't need. Oh, to I'm not open. going into that. I'm not going into that. So at, at the, Poland would definitely just hands down win it then. Yep. But I'm discounting those two guys at the moment. I think 2001, 2002 team of Australia would still win. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually got some good stats here. Like I looked at 2001, for example, with Jason. Yep. Like was absolutely on fire. I don't doubt that for a second. And uh, over Funden, 1960, right? Oh, okay. Jeez, long time. So there's a cool stat here. So Jason was the first person since 1960 to go unbeaten through qualifying and in the final in a Speedway World Cup. Maximums in both meetings. Maximums through both meetings. Wow. Okay. So basically, you know, that happened in 1960 – Never happened again until Jason turned up 2001. Qualifying and final. And, and let's not forget, in the final, he's beaten Rickardson, Golub, Nicky Pedersen, oh, Greg wow. Hancock. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. In, in this whole night. Yeah, The, okay. the two nights. Yep, yep. So he was just so dominant in, in, animal. in the World Cup format. Absolute animal. So... And another good, another good stat that they both share as well, just him and the Swede. Yep. Uh, longest unbroken run as a world top three. They've both served 10 consecutive years as a top three in the world. As a top three. As a top yeah, three. Yeah, right. He okay. stayed yeah, in the yeah. top three, yep. 10 years running. Wow. Jeez, that's 10 years running. 
So, and I think I'm assuming Crumpy would have been all one, two, and three in those in those ten yeah. years. Yeah. So, I, you know, yeah. Smarz looks great. He's got a lot of years ahead of him just to continue to prove himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Ski Dudek as well. You know, younger guys, Jason. Um, you know, Maximum both meetings back back then. Ryan Lee, yeah, both absolute solid riders. Yep. I, I, that's why I'm giving it to the Aussies. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, close meeting, track dependent. Yep. The other teams there at, at the night would all, could also change the outcome. Yeah, true. But yeah, just going on that team versus the Polish I, team. I probably should have probably should have mentioned, but say say the format was a league meeting. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so it was those two. It's just them those two. Those two teams. You know? Like, yeah. Like they do the um, they do this style of meeting when they do the, like a test match. Yeah. Like a Australia versus rest of the world. Yeah. Or a Denmark versus Poland. You know, that they do those sort of one-off yeah. test yeah. matches. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And, and like Lee Adams, for example, and this is only my opinion, not diving in too deep on <laughs> everyone else, probably the greatest rider to never be world number one. To never be world number one. That is a very good point. And, and I'd have That's to. A great point. I'd probably want to go back through all the years and double check that if I still agree with that. Yeah. But definitely one of the best league riders as a team rider. He's, he had a he had a great average throughout the years. Pretty sure I've heard TW say that before. He was one of the best league league riders, te- team yeah riders. team riders. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as as a bloke that never got to world number one, he's. In my opinion, one of the best non-world number one riders. Yeah, well, I, I, hundred percent. I definitely agree with you. Now you say that. Yeah, absolutely. I, Lee yeah, got to number agree. two in the world. Was it two? Yeah, he. Ryan got, got to number two. I think. Nah, I think Lee Adams got to number two in a couple of years. A couple of years on. Yeah, later. You know, later. Later. I believe. Say, if we're talking about two thousand and two, I think maybe. Yeah, Crumpy might have been two thousand seven. He was a world number two. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where did uh, Ryan come? He uh, he got number three. Sorry, so two thousand two. Ryan was number three. Yep, and Lee Adams. I got a feeling he may have been number five in that two thousand and two. Yeah, so look at that era. Two thousand one. Uh, two thousand two. Two three five three. Yep, we're Aussies. Two three five. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure TW was number eight. And and Jason wasn't number one because of Ricards. Ricards. Yep, the goat. The goat. Yep. So. That's why I'm putting. That's why I think the Aussies could beat that specific Polish team. Yep, that yep. you mentioned. Yep. Um, different story with say Ferdinand and Laguda. That might come into play yeah, next, okay. next year. Yep. Yep. No, let's let that play out. But, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? No, I. All the stats that the stats speak speak yeah, speak for itself. Hundred percent. Like you said, I, I wasn't aware that that Crumpy was undefeated. Throughout that series, yeah, the O one series didn't look at O two. Oh, okay, um, yeah. but definitely O one. Same, same team, same team anyway. Same yep. team, yeah. I mean, when you got four, Undefeated. when you got four permanent GP riders or four of the top eight mm. GP riders in the team, that's going to be hard to beat, no matter who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would love, I would love to see Smarslik back then. Like oh, it, for you sure. know, the like I, I would love to put him in that era to yeah. see how he goes against yeah. the Ricardsons and the Golubs and the Crumps. Would be really good to watch. Um, but yeah, I agree. Oh, I see Australia. Uh, I see Australia pulling away with this one. Yeah, not convincingly. I think it'd be close because this Polish talent. Tell you what, 
they can turn it on when they oh for sure on their night they're sure all of them are world beaters i'd love to see more of Matthias cherniak um i don't know if he's racing in the sgp2 this year whether Mm. I think it's an age thing. I think it's an under 20. 24? Might be 24. I did say something there. I don't know if it was 24, 21. Yeah, but I think something it might be 24. Like um, and I, I got a feeling he might be riding in the um, ESC as well, European Speedway yeah, Championship. Yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with you. Australia to win that one. Australia to win for that sure. one. For sure. But, guys, if you're listening at home, you know, we'd love your feedback. Um, you know, if is there any uh, opinions you got on these two teams? Uh, do you agree with us? Do you not? Do you think we're just full of shit? You know, you just <laughs> tell us because um, we do want to hear your feedback, guys. Uh, and we'll probably start doing this once a week. Yeah, we'll, yep. we'll we'll just come up with two teams from two different eras, uh, and we'll just we'll just discuss it. I think it's a fun topic mm. to talk about, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be international teams. Yeah. You know, I'd love to 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 talk about, you know, say the um the Bellevue team that won last year. Last year. I'd love to see uh, or a good topic of discussion to see how they would go against mm. the Reading Races of 1990 yeah. with your Doncasters. Yeah. Your um uh per was per Johnson or, or Hans Nielsen yeah. maybe, yeah. you know, like it'd be it'd be such a a, a good uh, topic to talk about. Mm. Um, well, you might pick a Grand Prix event and you want to talk about the top five moments ever from... Oh, for sure. You know, from Warsaw or... Yeah, or, yep, um, absolutely. Millennium Stadium or oh. whatever. Aren't know. they just not the, the yeah. best GPs, Those that Cardiff GP? Cardiff. Like, Millennium Stadium, I know it was a man-made track, mm. but it was entertaining. Yeah. Pretty sure on the FIM Speedway GP Facebook, they've got a top five moments of Cardiff. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, number one... Was Chris Harris? He was like number fifteen in the world, in the world. Or, or something like that. Yeah, and he made it to the final and just he passed everyone. Yeah, like, yeah. and being the local British guy, yeah. crowd fight. Yeah, oh. crowd would have loved it. Yeah, massive, absolutely massive. So, all right, well, bit of um, bit another bit of fun. Like it or not, right okay. On. I'm going to ask you whether you like what I'm about yeah, to say yeah, or yeah. not. Okay, Doily. He's not running any sponsors this year, right? Nothing right. at all. Nothing on his bike or Nothing leathers. Nothing on or his bike, nothing on his leathers. Do you like it or not? Uh, yeah, but I, I want to know why. Do we know why? <laughs> so I don't know why. And I saw he put a photo up and someone commented on it yeah. saying, no sponsors this year, mate, or something. Yeah. And he replied with, nah, Krosno, which is his Polish team, Krosno are paying me a shitload of money or mm. something like that. Now, I don't know if that's true, if that's sarcasm, if yeah. that's, you know, I, I don't know the meaning behind it, the innuendo, but he's got no sponsors for some reason. Mm. Didn't Wolfenden do the same thing a few years ago in England? Oh. Ran his black leathers with, um, with little to no sponsorship? Yeah, I'm not sure. That rings a bell for me. I'd have to look that one up, but... Um, well, I know... In the Gypsy Tales podcast that Ty did, yeah. he was saying that that's why he has plain black. Yeah. Because your sponsors can be seen better. Same. You know, um, you see guys with their fluoro colours. Mm. You know, hey, James Pearson, fluoro pink camo. Yeah. Looks yeah. great. Bloody stands out. But, the, you, you know, you've got fluoro pink camo and you've got all these sponsors on the side of it. Mm. Might be hard to see. You know, where I sometimes find it hard to differentiate between riders on the track with so many sponsors all over their suit and their bike and on especially when they wear the same colours. Yeah. 
yeah. You, you but know, when someone's getting around the track, um, like say Jason, that's going to have no sponsorship, just plain leathers and plain. Oh, bike. you won't miss him. Yeah, easy to see. Yeah, you won't miss him. But even when, <clears throat> excuse me, when Doily and Jack Holder were racing at the Aussie titles, Aussie titles, they're both black and blue. Similar, yeah. You know, they're both. You know, they they look similar on the bike. It's like it was hard to tell. You really got to look hard to say who's who. Yeah. Yeah, you had to take notice leading into the race with the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew, yep. But if they're in the same race, yep. it was hard to tell. Yeah, fair enough. Now, have you seen the Lesno Kevlars for this year? No, I have not. Right. I'm just going to quickly look it up and show you on the, um, on the screen up here because I took a look at it and I absolutely loved it. But you may think different. Excuse me while I just get this. Now, this is Poland. This is in Poland. Um, sorry, guys. I'll just get this up. Now, I've got a. I really like the look of this. Oh, it's not going to come up. There's no. No. Nah, so, what have they done? They they've 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 got. It's just the shape of it for me. So it actually reminds me a lot of NASCAR. Car drivers. Oh, okay. And yeah, I'm just yeah. looking so at it's going. A different style. I'm just looking at going. These things look absolutely unreal. Hopefully, I can I can get the picture up just so you can see uh, what what it looks like. Because in my opinion, I think they're the nicest leathers out there. Like nicest leathers, team leathers. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, this year. Yeah. So that's not the colours that you're talking about. No, not the colours. Not it's the colours specifically. It's uh, going to be the, the style of it. Yeah, just, just, just how it looks. It, they honestly, it, they look like um, they they look like they're uh, like race car suits. Race car suits. They look unreal. So I like it. Not going to lie. So, but that also brings me to a, another talking point. We talk about these nice Kevlar's that uh, Lesno's riding with this year. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about some really not so great Kevlar's of the past. So you hear about riders used to wear um, tassels off their oh, arms. Um, yeah, who was that? Who was known for that? Well, um, from memory, Adam Skornicki did. From He rode for Oxford. He yeah. was a Polish guy. Really long hair. That's not who I'm thinking of, though. Um, I think I know who you're thinking of. I'll get him up on the screen, too, while you're, while you're trying to think of it. It wasn't a – like, it wasn't a Jason Lyons. No. No. British guy. Who was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember now. Joe Screen. Joe Screen. Look at those. Hang on, where is it here? He's got the the zebra. (laughs) Black with white stripes. There has been some terrible ones over the time. And you know what? Joe was a great rider for so long, but you know what? I don't. I I do not like the zebra Kevlars, but, hey, they're iconic. Yeah. They are so iconic. They look. Like hey, yeah. you remembered him exactly. I remembered him as a kid. Yeah, you know, so he'll always forever be known as the um, the the zebra. Yeah, you know, essentially the the leathers that'll always uh, stick out to me, and that's just because we grew up there. But Oxford, uh, yellow and purple, the purple. Yeah, they are very iconic as well. Yeah, I, that's that's what stands out to me is iconic leathers, only because we grew up there. Yeah. Yeah, ve- very iconic. Um, I can't remember how many meetings we would have went to as five, six, seven-year-olds just running amok through the pits <laughs> or the like. Yes, when when the old man was racing there and and mum had a pretty tough job 
looking oh, after us. Didn't she? We were flat out. Yeah. yeah. I actually remember um, we'd always get Steve Johnston. One of the great yeah. Aussie riders from WA. We're going to get him on one day. We'll get him on one day and we'll, we'll choose. I just want some stories on. Oh, he's, he's got some stories. I yeah, some guarantee. behind the scenes. Absolutely. Um, but he used to give us the little Vegemite snacks. Yeah. Because in the UK at the time, you couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. You know, so. It was a big thing to have Vegemite. Over. It was like a little sus little deal, wasn't it, going on? We used to come <laughs> and give us the Vegemite snacks in the, in the showers. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Absolutely good times. But yeah, that Oxford, um, that Oxford Kevlar's very iconic. Do you remember, uh, it was probably 2003, Oxford Cheetahs got phased out and mm. they were bought by, I don't know who, Nigel Wagstaff or someone like that. And it was um, – he rebranded them as Oxford Silver Machine. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. And it was full silver, silver. with, like, silver trimmed green and purple. Because we went over back in 2006 yes. when, when, when Dad done one, one season back there. And I remember going over and seeing the silver leathers then. Yes. That was the first time I think I remember it in person. Yep. Well oh. – I can't remember. I'm going to correct you. I don't mean to correct yeah, you in yeah, front yeah. of the audience. Yeah. I'm going to correct you. 2003 – so, to, so dad, uh, two thousand two was the last year of mm. of the cheaters. Cheaters. Two thousand three went to Silver Machine, and the only reason I remember that is because did he go to a two piece suit? He was two piece for a long time. The we had it up here. Yeah. Last episode, the white yep. Wolf Sport um, shirt piece. <clears throat> but the uh, only reason I know that with the Silver Machine is because when he was racing for Oxford, he still had his number fifteen on the bike. Mm. Now, number 15 was the year he raced in 03. 03. So, when he went back in 06 for that one year, they were back to Oxford Cheetahs. Yeah, yeah. But they were, rather than yellow and purple, they were yellow and blue. Uh, okay. So, a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but in my opinion, one of, one of, the, one of the great Kevlars, I reckon. Uh, and well, I think, you know, speaking to the old man and his Kevlars, he wore white. Was he the only one in the going around the Grand Prix in full white? He stood out. It was easy to notice him. Stood out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Poor mum. Uh, the with, washing. With the washing. The washing. You know, you come off once. You ride a, a, a wet meeting and yeah. you, you're behind for half a lap and you're just covered. Yeah. You know, it's not white for very long. But uh, that could just be biased because it was obviously TW. But yeah. to me, they are. That's a tick the, for me. That's a tick for me. You've got a tick. There you go. That's a tick. Um the most iconic colour, I reckon. And there are there are two blokes since TW that has donned the white. Mm. Uh, Peter Kilderman. He oh, did yes. it for a short yes. time. Was da- he a Danish? Danish guy. Yeah. He did it in the GPs one for one season, I think. Yeah. Um, as well as Andreas Johnson did it. Oh, did he? As well. It was the following year when he he come runner-up. He would come number two in the world, yeah, yeah. And he for the for the following year he rode the full white, full white, full white Kevlar. So yeah, so he won twenty eleven, uh, second in twenty eleven, second in twenty eleven. So it would have been 20. behind Gollop that you know, ah, uh, Hancock, Hancock, yeah, Hancock. okay, right. But yeah, so the white has been done since then, but it it has not been done in a long time. Mm. Um, righto, last like it or not, World Cup team, World Team Cup five man event. Is coming back in two thousand and three, as well as the Speedway of Nations. Like it or not? Oh, they're doing both. Yep. Yeah, well, I love the format. Absolutely. 
Beautiful. I think because most of our um, time overseas growing up was a five-man format. Yes. Yep. Yeah, um, definitely. And you've got a lot more riders there, a yep. lot more depth. So I I loved it. The Way only, better. The only thing um, that, like, that really compares the two is the, the lesser – Popular speedway nations yeah. like your US, yep. your Russia's, um, even like Czech Republic and uh, Italy, Croatia, Croatia, yeah. all them. When it comes to the World Team Cup, or it's called the World Cup prop officially, they can't field four or five quality quality yeah. riders to, yeah. to pose a, a threat on the championship. Yep. Um, Two man team though, different story. Well, you look at Russia. Oh yeah, they Laguna. Two two, two years in a row, they were champions. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, because yeah, you got two of the best. That's right. Like you said, you got a four. If you make them field four or yep. five, be a massive different story. Yeah, different story. And that's where your bigger, yeah, Polish, Denmark, Sweden, Australia at the moment. That's yep. where we come back into it. Yeah, with those four or five riders. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to it. The World Cup. It hasn't been around for it's oh, twenty. Num- I think number I was of years. Twenty seventeen was yeah, the last okay. one. Yep. So they've been they've just done Speedway Nation since then. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so first year back as World yep. Cup. Yep. Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the Aussies fielding a team. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a dogfight because there's so many good Aussies at the moment. Yeah. You know, obviously you've got the your top three in in Frick Doyle and. And Jack Holder, but yeah. tell you those last no, two spots. No, no, no. Well, Doyle's announced his retirement from International oh, Speedway. He, no, he did too. Yeah, so he... he um, I don't know if he'll stick to that. Oh, I think he will. You reckon? Yeah. I, well, it says he will. So Yeah, okay. No, he's retired from international duty, so that'll open the door up for some um, other fellas. Well, say, you know, okay, fair enough. He's retired from international. So then you've got, you've got three spots, and it's pretty wide open. So what do we got? We got Jack, got and Jack Max. and Max, right? Jack they're they're and the Max. two. They're they're shoe ins. They're they're in completely. Yeah. Oh, I think Sam. Yeah. Okay. I think Sam. Sam should get a look in. Yeah. Um. Let's see how his form goes with Chris. Yep. Chris um, Holder. Yep. yep. Sort of. I got Sam, Chris, Max, and maybe a Brady Kurtz. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, oh, great we team. We might cover that. On great another, team. Might cover that all on another episode. We will do that. Yeah. For we'll, we'll, we'll put together our um. Let's let's get the season kicked off. See how they ride in the uh, leagues. Correct. Yep. Get some form, and then we'll we'll look at it again. Because you know, even just in the British league, we covered. We got fifteen Australians. Yes. Yep. Just in, in the British league. So. And uh, we'll we're going to dedicate a full episode to the World Cup preview. Anyway. Oh, for sure. We'll do a breakdown of every single qualifying country. Their predicted teams, you know, we, whether we do it before the teams announce or whether we do it after, uh, we'll speculate on on all the um, all the riders that'll be on that. Oh, I could talk. We'll be busy because you oh. know it's all over one week. Yeah, that's right. It's all in Poland at um, oh, I can't remember the stadium name. Is it Torin? No. I, anyway, it's all over the one week, all in Poland. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a massive week of speedway. Yeah. yeah. Which, all right, like it or not. Hundred yeah. percent. I love it. Yeah. You know. I think it's gonna be great. So anyways, have you got anything else? Anything else you want to bring up? Um No, that's it. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, pretty happy. Go back to the drawing board and we'll, yes. we'll we'll think again. We just need some more suggestions. Yep. Some ideas from everyone out there. Yep. Be- Send in some merchandise yeah. if he's willing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and get him in this um, extra small shirt picker. Yeah, it's not a large. It's it's a large, but it's probably a medium. Um, no one Access. wants to see me in it. But no, 
Anyways, guys, thanks heaps for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I always have good fun when we get on here and talk speed. Yeah, that's no, uh, great. It's unreal. So thanks again, guys. Uh, Pico, thanks you. Thank you again for sending in the merchandise. Uh, we love it. Um, yeah. So hopefully. Uh, it won't be too long between episodes next time. Uh, episode three. Don't know what we're going to talk about yet. We'll back to the drawing board. Yeah, get um, some suggestions, please. You know, we'll probably might do a round one review of the uh, premiership, but we've also got the, like the extra league in Poland to yeah, talk about. Yeah, there's the Sweden. Sweden. There's, you know, even the, even the championship. There's nine teams in the championship to talk about. Mm. So, man, we're going to after next week. There's going to be. That much speedway getting around. Yeah, busy boys we're going to be. Plus, uh, April 29, I think, is round one of the GP. GP. Uh, in Croatia. Croatia, Gorokan, I think it's oh, pronounced. You've done better than me. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, guys, thanks heaps for tuning in, and uh, we'll definitely see you next time. Thank you. See you.